0: Today is Wednesday, October 20th, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. You can call him Ron DeSanta. That's right. The Florida governor has opened up ports in Florida in order to ease the backlogs of ships in California and New York and solve the supply chain crisis before Christmas. Ron DeSanta-is? is fixing the problems of Joe Grinch Joe Biden and his entire administration behaving once again criminally by flying criminal illegal migrants into the interior of the country we have the shocking footage and a shocking bombshell revelation from Marco Rubio they are not concerned about your safety in this country and neither is AOC or Ilhan Omar or Corey Bush members of the squad they are only concerned about their own safety they spent a hundred thousand dollars on private security last quarter according to Congressional filings. We have all of the receipts. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. That is the sound that you hear every time you enter the state of Florida these days. Ron DeSanta is Ron DeSanta. That's right. Saving Christmas. Ron DeSantis has decided to take matters into his own hands, just like he has done with COVID, just like he has done by banning vaccine mandates, just like he has done by banning masks in schools, by punishing counties that fire workers who do not comply with vaccine mandates. It has been an amazing track for freedom in Florida, and it continues. The sleigh that Ron DeSantis rides in on to a press conference yesterday had jingle bells on As Ron DeSantis announced that he was going to be opening up ports in the state of Florida in order to take all of the backlog from the broken, incompetent, Blue states of New York and California. You've seen the photos, the Joe Biden boat parade. You've seen the footage on your local news. We call it the Joe Biden boat parade. It is all of the container ships from all around the world. People think it's just from China. It's not just from China, it's from everywhere on the planet. Some of these people have been sitting on these boats for 18 months and they are getting so angry. These dock workers, the truck drivers, the people that are on these massive barges, these massive container ships, they want to go home. They want to get this country started. And Pete Buttigieg and Joe Biden are on vacation. Americans want food on their shelves. They want products to buy for Christmas. They want to get this economy roaring again but the Biden administration is standing incompetently in their way. Uh, Ron DeSantis is saying, I got a sleigh and I got a bunch of reindeer and I'm going to plow through you with these beautiful antlers and a big old red nose. Listen to Ron DeSantis. yesterday.
1: we are facing major disruptions in the supply chain. You've seen the images of all these ships docked off the coasts of, of various cities in the United States. That, of course, is impacting what we see in terms of on our on our store shelves. We see more empty shelves than than we're used to seeing and, and there's shortages of different things. We're also seeing increased cost in terms of inflation. Uh, year over year increase in food prices so far as the highest it's been in 10 years. And of course, many commuters have been have been suffering under about a 50% increase in gasoline. And so you see uh, a lot of problems. I know they just announced well in. California, maybe they'll start having the the port operate 24-7. Our ports operate 24-7. I mean, that should be happening anyways. We in Florida uh, have the ability Uh, to help alleviate these log jams and help to ameliorate the problems with the supply chain.
0: Gotta give huge credit to Ron DeSantis and his team here. He obviously understands uh, the moment and understands the movement and understands where people's eyeballs are and what people want. Right now, people want someone to seem as though, at the very least, act as though they care. To seem as though they Feel the problems of everyday Americans who are seeing barren shelves, who are seeing their dollar inflate, who are seeing the enormous backlog uh, uh, on our ports and are watching an administration that is just saying, oh, no, more vaccine mandates. Let's go gut these workforces. Let's gut your police. Let's gut your essential workers. We cheered and danced with all the nurses on TikTok. Now you're all fired. They don't care about the well-being of the average American, and they certainly don't care about you. They make that very, very clear in statements like this from Pete Buttigieg, who was on uh, CNN this weekend saying, hey, listen, this uh, whole supply chain crisis, uh, I'm going to try and fix it when I get back from my paternity leave. Got to figure out how to do this whole breastfeeding thing. Uh, adopted a couple kids, took a photo inside of a hospital bed for absolutely no reason. Um, and you all are just going to have to wait while I figure out my children. Your children
1: are going to suffer on Christmas. Listen to this. Moody's warns that these supply chain disruptions, quote, will get worse before they get better, unquote. Do Americans need to prepare ourselves for this to get worse before it gets better? Well, certainly a lot of the challenges that we've been experiencing this year will continue into next Yeah, year. so these
0: are the two worlds that we're left with. These are the uh, gaps of leadership inside of the uh, Biden administration versus the Ron DeSantis run Florida. Got to tell you, live in Florida, moved this show, moved on my entire family and our entire media operation down to Florida. It's been the best move that we have ever made. They're excited to be joining Ron DeSantis actually tomorrow at an event here in Tampa, uh, having to do with vaccine mandates. And indeed, those are illegal in this state. Florida is suing a county that imposed a vaccine mandate and fired a couple workers because they didn't get the vaccine. Florida is suing that county for three and a half million dollars and going to take them to court. It's a beautiful thing uh, to be living here and working here. And the docks are full of people, full of strapping men and women who wish to unload your child's Christmas toys and bring them to the store so that you may buy them. That is how a properly functioning economy works. And those men and women can show up to work knowing that nobody is going to be asking for the health papers. No one is going to ask for the papers uh, at the dock. Nobody's going to be telling them that they know better, uh, how to, uh, operate their bodily autonomy. Uh, nobody's going to be treating them like a landed surf or a slave and saying that because you receive a paycheck from this private entity that you are now our property. And we can tell you what to do with your body. Just some of the details of what Ron DeSantis did here really quickly. Uh, Ron DeSantis has said that the ships anchored off the coast of California Slowly moving goods into stores uh, can now come to Florida. Uh, DeSantis noted Florida's ports have always worked 24 hours a day. Jacksonville Port of Authority, or Jaxport, where DeSantis was visiting, uh, is several Florida ports that have offered to help with the supply chain issues. DeSantis uh, also announced that Jaxport and other Florida ports are offering incentives for businesses that want to move their uh, cargo to Florida. Tax incentives, levy incentives—it's beautiful thing. As governor, you can really make those. Uh, Ports and those business moves juicy. The governor said that some of the state's ports are uh, inviting businesses to send their ships to Florida to unload their cargo. He said in the past few weeks, at least three overseas companies have already rerouted their ships to Florida ports. Boom. That's right. Move with your feet. Move with your cargo. Move with your Pocketbook. This is the only language that these people understand. For the first time in a long time, European-based container shipping companies are rerouting to Jacksonville, and will bring 1,000 more new containers next week to Florida. Fantastic. European-based companies, huh? I wonder what we're going to get. What are we going to get here in Florida? Some extra chocolates. We're going to get some. Uh, what would what would Europe be making? Uh, they have Bosch in Europe. Maybe some German companies, some BMWs, some Mercedes. Uh, I get maybe some, I don't know, what does England make these days? Some uh, fish and chips, Uh, top hats, monocles, uh, whatever. I'll wear a top hat and monocle. I think I'd look great in a top hat and a monocle. Maybe a monocle would look good on me. You know what would look good on Ron DeSantis is a big flowing white beard and a red hat because Ron DeSantis is acting just like Chris Kringle. Listen to him talk about this beautiful port being open and all of the toys and goodies that are coming to Florida. We
1: have to make sure people can go Christmas shopping as normal. We have to make sure that all the, all the necessities uh, are there. And if it's because ships are sitting off the coast somewhere else and they can be rerouted here and we can get all those, those uh, shelves stocked then we want to be a part of that solution.
0: Please compare and contrast that clip of Ron DeSantis and his optimism and his command of the issues uh, with the Grinchiest red person I've ever seen. Gensaki, not the color of the Grinch, uh, certainly the soul of the Grinch and certainly the little teeny weak, beating heart holding on by dental floss of the grinch remember when they did the x-ray over the grinch's heart that's jen saki's heart listen to what jen saki has to say about your christmas
1: based on everything being announced today yeah can this administration guarantee that holiday packages will arrive on time
2: we are not the postal service or ups or fedex uh we cannot guarantee what we can do is use every lever at the federal government disposal to reduce uh, delays, to ensure that we are uh, addressing bottlenecks in the system.
0: So I'm sure Gensaki is red with anger right now. I'm sure the entire White House is red with anger right now, as Ron DeSantis has once again stepped into the leadership gap and showed what actual leadership looks like. Again, it's wonderful to live here. Ron DeSantis is wearing a red cap for Christmas. He is the Santa Claus of Florida. Christmas is tropical down here very much looking forward to that Gensaki is red with anger and envy. Red uh, is the color of the meat that I grill. Red is the color that your steak should be. I like my steaks medium rare. And I like my steaks to be delivered right to my doorstep. We're talking about supply chain crises across this country. You're starting to see that affect the food at your grocery stores. Why? Well, because a lot of the food that reaches your grocery stores do, does not come from your local community. And that's very sad. A lot of the meat that is in your meat counter actually doesn't come from America. Did you know that? It may be stamped with a product of America labeled but that is all a lie. A lot of those Product of America labels come from other countries. Cheap, bad, poor quality, frozen meat that was shipped here in a dark container. You don't want to eat that stuff. It's garbage. You want to eat Good Ranchers. You want to support Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers is a company that has 100% American meat, big, delicious, juicy steaks, red, right off the grill. Like I like them. These are steaks, and meats that support American farmers and ranchers. They only use 100% American products at Good Ranchers. Go to goodranchers.com backslash Benny for $20 off your first box and for free shipping right to your door. Trust me, you want to eat like an American. Go to goodranchers.com backslash Benny. All right. Well, what does it mean to be an American? Well, certainly not what your parents or your grandparents might have thought it meant. It certainly doesn't mean that you enter this country criminally and illegally, and then you get to stay. In fact, you get private chartered flights. That's right, in the dark of night. New breaking story right now from Fox News and the New York Post. Joe Biden is secretly flying underage migrants directly to New York City and Florida in the dead of night. This is one of many of these stories that we've been tracking for a while. We've seen these midnight flights. Why are they doing it under the cover of darkness? Because it's illegal. That's right. Let's read the article. According to the New York Post, plane loads of underage migrants are being flown secretly into a suburban New York town by President Biden. It is meant to quietly resettle them across the region uh, according to the New York Post, the charter flights originate in Texas, where the ongoing border crisis has overwhelmed local immigration officials, and they have been underway since at least August, according to sources familiar with the matter. Last week, the Post saw two planes land in Westchester County Airport, where most of the passengers got off appeared to be children and teens, with small portion appearing to be men in their twenties. Westchester Westchester County cops stood by as passengers whose flights arrived at 10.49 p.m. and Wednesday at 9.52 p.m. Friday got off and piled into buses. Then they were, of course, dispersed into your communities. Some of them were later seen meeting up with relatives and sponsors in New Jersey and being dropped off in residential facilities in Long Island. The post-analysis of online flight tracking data suggests that around 2,000 of the underage migrants have arrived at the airport outside of White Plains on 21 flights since August This is 2,000 people. That is larger than the town I grew up in, in Iowa, being moved criminally by the Biden administration. Again, it is illegal to enter our country and to not leave. It is the Immigration Act of 1964 that states that if you illegally enter this country and you are not an American citizen, that you must go. You are a felon if you stay and you should be treated as such. However, We have a major issue right now where the people running the country are behaving criminally. The people running the country are illegitimate, and so they don't really care what you think, and they don't care what the law has to think. Joe Biden has proven this over and over again, and he is proving this once again today in this news cycle. They're not even ashamed of this, by the way. Jen Psaki was asked directly about this at the White House and clownishly started to bicker with the Fox News reporter, Peter Ducey about this issue, saying that Peter Ducey might not want to take flights so late and maybe they're not flying in the middle of the night. This kind of stuff is so irritating.
2: Yep. Go ahead, Peter.
0: Thank you, Jen. Why is the administration flying thousands of migrants from the border to Florida and New York in the middle of the night?
2: Uh, well, I'm not sure that it's in the middle of the night, but let me tell you what's happening here. Um, it is
0: our 4.29 AM, very early in the morning. Here we are talking on. about early flights,
2: earlier than you might like to take a flight. Um, it is our legal responsibility to safely care for unaccompanied children. Until they swiftly, can be swiftly unified with a parent or a vetted sponsor, and that's something we take seriously. We have a moral, a right obligation to uh, com- to do that and deliver on that. As a part of the unification process, our Office of Refugee Resettlement facilitates travel for children in its custody to their families or sponsors across the com- country. So, in recent weeks, uh, unaccompanied children pass through the Westchester Airport, which I think is what you're referring to, en route to their final destination to be unified with their parents or vetted sponsor. Just a
0: completely disgusting answer there from our press secretary. She really is such a little goblin. I truly, truly do hope that she retreats back to her cold mountain for Christmas and uh, gets one of those little x-rays of her heart done. She really needs some help. According to the New York Post, the records show that the planes touched down uh, at all hours of the early morning. The secret nature of the operation raises questions about how the White House is dealing with the recent surge of unaccompanied minors. The most recent figures from U.S. Customs and Border Patrol uh, that were just released shows that 37,000 unaccompanied minors were caught entering the U.S. from Mexico sometime after being abandoned by professional smugglers known as coyotes. This is an operation uh, that encourages this smuggling. We've covered this actually on the border. We went to Yuma, Arizona and spoke with experts in Yuma and experts inside of the border patrol. They said that this practice is what is encouraging the human trafficking and the smuggling uh, to uh, not not just continue, but to escalate the fact that they are able to get these people across the border. And then America and Joe Biden and you and I pay for chartered flights to bring them into the interior of the country. Therefore, making every single city in this country, a border city, I choose not to live on a border city, but doesn't matter. Joe Biden has made my city, Tampa, Florida, a border city. A lot of these flights land in Florida. A lot of these flights are landing in Florida. No one is asking permission. The governor doesn't get a say here, and they're just coming. Well, the Biden administration urged them to come. You remember Joe Biden saying let us surge the border while he was running for president.
1: What I would do as president is several more things because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come.
0: We cannot play it enough. At the very least, they told us what they were going to do. Uh, these complete bastards did indeed tell us the truth, and we uh, should have listened to them. Shame on all of you, uh, legitimate Biden voters, uh, uh, because you heard what Joe Biden was going to say, and you saw what he was going to do, and now he's doing it. It's uh, you can hardly blame them, quite frankly, even though it is indeed uh, it is indeed illegal. Uh, So you have a report here, uh, and Ron DeSantis has uh, reacted to it. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis expressed outrage at the Post's findings, spokeswoman saying, if the Biden administration is so confident that their open border policy is good for the country, why uh, the secrecy? Why is the Biden administration refusing to share even the most basic information about illegal alien resettlement in communities throughout our state and the entire country? Yeah, that's a really really good question. Jen Psaki, uh, instead of answering those questions is arguing over over what the middle of the night means. Um these are not these are not adults. There are no adults in charge. If you ever wondered what America would look like with no adults in charge, this is what it would look like. You have a bunch of children who are playing tit for tat games, word games with reporters, Uh, and are playing Russian roulette uh, with our very lives. You have a situation in the community that I grew up in where an illegal criminal migrant, very much the age of the men that are being distributed throughout our country right now by the Biden administration via charter flights, uh, went, kidnapped, murdered, raped, and killed uh, someone from my community growing up named Molly Tibbetts. Molly Tibbetts was left in a cornfield in Iowa, her body dead uh, uh, and raped. Uh, It's horrible to talk about, but it is indeed true, and it is the cost of unfettered, illegal criminal migration into this country and the incentivization of it. There is no other way to say it. Joe Biden is the largest human smuggler in the world's history, and he's doing it with your tax dollars. Coming up next, we have Marco Rubio's bombshell testimony about how Joe Biden is getting these illegal criminal migrants to our border. It's a very long trip. What they're doing is very illegal. Donald Trump was impeached for this exact thing. It will make you red with rage. But first, red is the color of wine that I like to drink. I like a good, hearty, robust wine. If you're going to grill a delicious piece of meat, you better have a great red wine to pair it with. And that is why I am proud to partner with Bonner. Wines, Bonner wines are some of the best wine in the world. I love a great, rich, dark glass of red wine, and that is the notes that you will get with Bonner wine. They taste incredible because of where they come from—nine thousand feet up in the Andes mountains of Argentina. A ninety-plus point wine, guys. It's so hard to get the stuff in the states. It's damn near impossible. That's because the wine is so good. The same family has made it for over. 200 years, and it is the highest vineyard in the world. Needless to say, these wines are very, very special. Tastes like blackberry, dark cherry, leather, and smoke. Man, if you're having a steak, this is the kind of wine you want to drink. Head on over to BonnerPrivateWines.com backslash Benny. You'll find a Malbec from the third highest vineyard in the world, 8,000 feet up above sea level, no inflated prices. You're getting the top quality wine for half the price. Plus my listeners get 50% off today. Plus my listeners get 50% off today. No promo code necessary. Just head on over to Bonner private wines, backslash Benny that's Bonner private wines, backslash Benny red wine for a red America. All right. Well, you will be read again with anger when you hear what Marco Rubio had to say on Fox News this morning. Fox News asked Marco Rubio about Panama. Panama is a city, uh, sorry, a country that is a very narrow country that connects South America with North America. It is also an ally uh, to the America that you and I know and love and they are the first people to biometrically check these migrant trains when they're heading up north to get to our country. The biometric tests determine whether you are a terrorist, determine uh, which country you are from, uh, who is heading up north, who is coming to uh, invade our country. It's a very big deal and it's very, very dangerous. This is a uh, report recently from uh Also, Fox News that states that over 500 members of Al Qaeda have attempted to pass through Panama in order to get to the United States of America. So, again, very dangerous place, very dangerous uh, position to be in. Marco Rubio says that the Biden administration is putting pressure on the Panamanian government in order to let these terrorists through to our nation's borders. Listen to this. And, uh, and, and the administration knows it and there's tremendous frustration. In fact,
1: I've heard that they have threatened threatened. the This administration, the Biden administration, has threatened government leaders in Panama not to complain too much, to stop talking about this, to stop making a big deal out of it, or there's going to be consequences for right. our country's relationship. They've told them to stay quiet and stop talking about it.
0: Just a horrifying revelation there that the Biden administration is using essentially quid pro quo, uh, threatening political action, political retribution if the government in Panama uh, starts acting up and starts complaining about the number of migrants that are obviously terrorizing and putting at risk their communities, but also heading directly north for uh, the American border. The Biden administration wants this surge on our border. They asked for this surge on our border. They're incentivizing it with private flights directly into the interior of this country, regardless of who you are or where you come from. They are catching terrorists on our border. There are reports of many al qaeda terrorists coming across that border it is a dangerous dangerous time it is a very unstable time in this country it's a time that really does make you sit back and think wait a second what am i doing with my finances what am i doing to make sure that my family is secure uh it seems like children are just running our country children are running our treasury they're spending trillions of dollars and what am I going to do to protect myself and my family? We asked that question quite a bit in the Johnson family. That is why I'm happy to be partnering with my friend Tika Tiwari. He's the editor of the independent financial research firm, Palm Beach Research Group. This is the same research group that honed in on Apple in 2003 when it was trading under $12. In 2016, he picked Bitcoin when it was selling for $750. Man, Bitcoin is selling now for $66,000 a coin. If you invested then, you would be a multi-millionaire. He has a free report that he wants you to see and believes that the number one investment in the decade is upon us. The smart investor who grabs a small stake in the technology of the future companies will reap enormous benefits. By just getting one big investment right, you can set yourself up for life. Several of his readers have already had the chance to become millionaires in his past recommendations, and he recommends many more will be set up for life. Conservatively, he expects there will be a tripling of the profit in three years, and it could be as much, much better. Whether you join in or not, the technology is going mainstream and it's important for you to learn about it. We're not here to twist your arm, to look at the research that he's put together and his report, dig deep, question everything, and make your own decision. You can watch it now at nextcryptowave.com. That's nextcryptowave.com. All right. Well, a group of people who are making life far less secure for you and certainly far less secure in their districts are the squad. AOC, Ilhan Omar, and Cori Bush are the core members of that squad. Interestingly enough, they come from some of the most dangerous, rotten places on the planet. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but if you go and walk through downtown St. Louis right now, or if you wander through the parts of Minneapolis where Ilhan Omar from. It's just third world. It just doesn't look like America any longer. And it's so sad because those are great American cities. If you go to Astoria, New York, where AOC is from, you can also see extremely depressed and broken down people, an enormous amount of homelessness, drug use. It's just bad and unsafe places to live. That is why AOC, Ilhan Omar, and Cory Bush spent $100,000 on private security just last quarter, And for good reason, the FBI data released in September suggests that the murder rate in the United States has jumped 30% compared to 2020. And in 2020, it wasn't great either. This is the largest single year increase ever recorded in the country. Homicides, especially in major cities, are up. Seattle, 74%. Chicago, 55%. Boston, 54%. Portland, 51%. In New York, where AOC represents, felonist assaults rose 18% and robberies rose 6% just last month. A total of 3,000 gun arrests were made in New York at the beginning of the year in September. That's up 20%. It is a very, very dangerous world out there, and the squad is making it more dangerous with their salacious defund the police movement and also with the vaccine mandates that they all support, vaccine mandates that are gutting across this country. Good-hearted, hard-working firefighters, first responders, and cops in some of the most dangerous cities in America. That is uh, not a way to make the community safer. They tell you it's because they want to make their community safer. It is making these communities more horrifying. These communities, I know because I lived in them. I lived in a very high crime area of Washington, D.C. I moved with my feet. They defunded the police, and I told my wife we were getting the hell out of here. No more. We saw drugs and the drug usage spike in our neighborhood. We saw crime spike in our neighborhood. People were shot on our front porch. The house next door to mine burned down in a drug feud. Why infant child was inside of our house in Washington, D.C. when this happened. This is the real world results of defund the police. And that is why the squad members uh, see the spiking crime in their districts. They see the spiking homicide rates. They watch what is happening across the country with more police leaving the police force. And they say, "Nah, well, screw you guys. We're going to use our taxpayer salaries in order to fund our own private security. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez And other members of the far-left squad collectively spent $100,000 on private security in the third financial quarter, despite promoting to fund the police movement, according to FEC records reviewed by Fox News. Ocasio-Cortez campaign spent $10,000 on private policing with CEST Bond Collective, Three Bridges New York LLC, and Tulsa Worldwide Protection, eclipsing Rep. Ayanna Presley. Dem- a Democrat from Massachusetts, also a member of the squad, personal security bill of $4,000 uh, from where security consultants, FEC reports show. The Bronx congresswoman has been a staunch advocate of defunding law enforcement. Presley uh, said she stood ready to continue the systemic work necessary. You know how they love, they like get one word and they don't even know what that word means, systemic. None of them even would be able to uh define that word for you but they all love to use it. Uh uh, uh reimagine the system of public safety in our country that finally censures the dig- that finally censures the dignity and humanity of all. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh Ocasio-Cortez and Presley are dwarfed by in their campaign spending by Ilhan Omar and Cory Bush. Omar says that she spent $22,000 on private security. And Cori Bush spent $65,000 on private security. Omar called the Minneapolis Police Department rotten to the root. Uh,
2: and so you can't really reform um, a department that that is rotten to, to the root.
0: Corey Bush's campaign spent $64,141.26 on private security between the beginning of July and late September, just a couple months Federal Election Commission records show the cash was dished out to a handful of firms. uh, And I think it'd be very interesting to see exactly how many of those firms have members of Cori Bush's family uh, running them. Additionally, the hiring of private police was paid for by the campaigns, meaning donor dollars likely supported the squad members. Calls to defund the police are now being used to rent private police. Yeah, none of these people are serious people. None of them will live by their own rules. They will make you mask while they wander around maskless in restaurants. They will make you lock down while they go get their hair done. They will make you lose your job while they pay for private security and private police for themselves, ride around in limousines and ride around in jets while they make your gas prices skyrocket. They eat like kings while you can't find bread on your shelves or meet at your counters. They will have a perfectly nice Christmas with their family while telling you that you can't have a Christmas with your family. These people are such goblins. It's almost Halloween. It's time to use the G word. They're goblins. They do not care about you. They don't care about your life. They don't care about this country. They care about using this country like a a parasite and being parasitical off of the incredible bounty that God has given us. The hardworking American man and woman has created the most prosperous country in the world, and they want to strip it bare. And now they see a moment, a mass media, mass disinformation moment where they can gain power. We must fight back. We must not allow it. We must continue in our freedom movement. That is why we do this show every single day, bringing you the information that you need to know about this country. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.